As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for the show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. And it is my pleasure to guide you on your journey to designing and living a life where you are winning at work and home. I really hope that you are having a fantastic week. Last week, we aired episode 90, Burnout and Its Impacts with Dr. V. It was like having our own office visit with a burnout specialist. So Dr. V provided some tools and tips about being able to acknowledge when you are going in the burnout, you know, recognizing what are some of those signs, what are some of those symptoms that may be an indicator that you are going towards burnout, as well as some tips to help prevent and to overcome burnout. It's absolutely a great episode. I've received lots of positive feedback on all of the social media channels. And so I really appreciate all of the responses that we got from that episode. We're going to work to have Dr. V come on for a future episode as well. We mentioned that last week, but we're absolutely going to work towards doing that. That was episode 90. If you have missed it, go back, take a listen, and let me know kind of how that episode is impacting you. Before we get into today's episode, I want to extend a personal invitation to the Engineer Your Success on-ramp. The next success on-ramp is going to be on Tuesday, April 25th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be focusing on eliminating procrastination. So, you know, we've finished up the first quarter of the year. And so if there were some goals that you had, some things that you wanted to do that you haven't taken action on, but you know you want to make progress in those areas, bring those ideals, those issues to engineer your success program. So these are small group monthly meetings that we have for our community. And in these meetings, I may give a presentation. I'll talk for anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes, but then the rest of the time is spent on Q&A where we're working through the issues that the community brings to the table that's relevant to the topic that we're dealing with. And so if you have something where you want to get some insight, you've been procrastinating about something and you're looking for ways to overcome that, you do not want to miss the next Engineer Your Success on-ramp. I look forward to seeing you there on a Tuesday, April 25th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. So getting to today's episode, as I've been thinking about How can I continue to bring value to our community? What are some topics that may be of interest? And I started thinking through kind of the role that ownership plays in our ability to experience success and our ability to achieve the life that we want. And so are you ready to take ownership of your life? Are you ready to take ownership of your circumstances? 
Are you ready to take ownership in engineering your success? If you're ready, then listen in. Today's show is a show that will absolutely provide value for you and will absolutely help you move forward in achieving your goals. So when we talk about taking ownership, for me, I think it's an essential part of achieving the goals that you have both in business and life. Whether you're a business owner, whether you're an engineer, whether you're a student, taking ownership is essential for your long-term success. Part of it means that you're being proactive and not reactive, and you're working to create the future that you want rather than waiting for that future to happen to you. It also means that you are taking responsibility for your actions and for the results. You're being accountable when things don't go as planned. So by taking ownership, you're investing in the future that you want, one in which you're taking control of what you can control and you're exercising that control to walk in to fulfill your destiny. The opposite of taking ownership is being a victim and having a victim mindset or feeling like as if you are a helpless victim of your own circumstance. So if you want to reach new heights of success, if you're ready to break through to that next level, then you must, absolutely must accept responsibility for making that happen. It's only when you're able to accept responsibility and take ownership that you can move past those things that have been holding you back. So when you take ownership of your professional growth, then it's limitless in terms of where you can grow and how you can grow. But when you don't take ownership for your professional, you limit yourself to the confines of what you know right now and what you're comfortable. You'll never fully experience the potential success that you could have, that you could create for yourself if you don't take ownership. So why is it important? Why is it important for us to take ownership? I've been thinking through this and thinking through my life. I think it's important because it's hard to change something that you don't take responsibility. It is really difficult for you to build on something if you're not willing to take hold of that ideal or hold of the issue. And so without ownership, you're really at the whims of other people. You're really at the whims of your circumstances. And so when you don't take ownership of your own success, it can lead to lots of undesirable outcomes. But, you you know, part of it is you tend to have a external locus of control. What does that mean? That means that you attribute your achievements and your failures to external factors rather than your own action. So this mindset can make you feel powerless and unable to make meaningful changes in your life. Because when you feel powerless, you know what typically happens? There's procrastination and inaction. So when a person does not feel that they are in control, 
there is no reason for them to be proactive. There's no reason for them to do anything from a proactive point of view. You are simply reacting to everything that is happening in life. You are not uh, looking to set goals. You're not looking to achieve certain things. To some degree, when you have that external local self-control, part of you is saying, why bother? Why would I even bother? Because when you have that locus of control that's external, you may have difficulty setting and achieving goals. You may find that you're limited in your ability to learn or your desire to learn and for growth. And it's having that victim mentality where that life is happening to you, that these circumstances are negatively impacting and happening to you. Whereas when you take ownership of that, you have the ability to transform those same negative circumstances, those same things. You have the ability to transform that into a foundation that you can build off of. You have the ability to do so much more when you start taking ownership of your own success. So I was thinking about this in terms of my own story. And there was one area that I thought about when I was in graduate school where I was really in debt. So a little bit about my backstory. So I grew up in Philadelphia, the inner city of Philadelphia. We were a low to middle class family. I think we were poor. There's no doubt about that. But everybody else in my neighborhood was poor. And Probably in comparison to others, we were doing much better, but in the grand scheme of things, we were poor, you know, during the eighties, you know, we were waiting in line for the government cheese and a lot of the other things that was going on. People that are of that era will know what I'm talking about, but so I didn't grow up with a great appreciation for money and, you know, there, there was a certain desire, I guess, that we had to have to, to have more money, but I didn't really grow up with a great relationship. Maybe that's the way I'm saying. So I, I eventually was able to go to college. I graduated with my undergraduate degree. I was going to grad school. And again, you know, I, I still coming up from this poverty mindset and not really understanding how to navigate finances. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. So like a lot of kids my age, I picked up a ton of credit card debt. So I didn't have a lot of school loan debt. I was really blessed in that regard, but I had a ton credit card debt. And I remember being in grad school and just thinking that I didn't even want to look at my 
credit card statement. I did not want to open up the mail at all. I did not want to take ownership of my situation or my circumstances. When you have the victim mentality, you think of things from terms of, well, I'm in this situation because my mom and dad could not educate me on how to deal with finances. Or if they would have had more money, I would not have had to do this. And so it was, I was in a a pretty interesting place just in terms of my own personal development, but I did have a really good friend. His name is Jeffrey Early. Jeff, if you listen to the podcast, here's a shout out to you. This is many years later and the talks that we had really made an impact on my life. And so Jeff and I would meet from coffee from time to time. So I was in grad school. Jeff was still working there at Virginia Tech. And he was taking classes as well, but he challenged me in a very good way to put all of my financial information together. So this is before you had mint.com and all this other stuff. So, you know, you have to put everything in the spreadsheet. I did not want to do it for a long time, but Jeff really helped to hold me accountable in a loving way and begin to encourage me to put everything on paper, develop your plan so that you can eventually get out of debt. You have to face this debt issue because it's not going anywhere. And he was really instrumental in helping me to recognize that I needed to take ownership of my circumstances in my situation. And so what I found just through that whole process is just a few key things that happened for me. One, there was an increased self-awareness of my financial picture. When I started to take ownership and look at everything and I started to look at my spending, I started to look at where I was spending money and then started to develop a plan to actually attack the debt. And so that increased self-awareness was just really huge for me because it helped me not only to develop a plan to tackle the past spending that I had, but it helped me to filter future purchases because I was aware of my financial situation. Another thing that happened is that it was enhanced self-esteem and confidence, right? So when I was refusing to look at my financial picture, to some degree, there was shame there. I didn't look at it because I was ashamed that I was in that state. And so again, by facing it, you begin to increase your self-awareness and I enhanced my self-esteem and confidence and my ability to be able to move forward in finances and other areas of my life. Also, it provides improved accountability for myself. So when I found that I was able to take ownership of my financial picture, it also helped me to take ownership in other areas of life, whether it was for just personal development for my career, whether it's for my health, it really helped to instill the accountability piece for other areas. And then once you start seeing success and once you start executing plan you have greater motivation and drive to keep going. Greater motivation and drive to keep going. 
in another place where it showed up was in relationships, both personal and later on in the workplace. You know, one of the best things that I think that you can do when you're working in an organization where something happens and there is a mistake or something goes wrong and legitimately you played a role in that is to take ownership of your, not to put it off on someone else, not to belittle or de-minimize your role, but take full ownership of that and use that as a learning experience so that you can, again, build from that. Because when you do that, you really create trust within your organization. You create trust within your team. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. And so there's six kind of key steps to taking ownership of your success. Step one would be self-reflection. So I talked about, you know, that really having that improved level or increased level of awareness that comes from that self-reflection. So take some time to reflect on your life and identify areas where you're not taking ownership. So be honest with yourself. If there are areas in your life where things aren't lining up the way that you want, Start looking at those areas to see, is there any part of what's going on that you can take ownership of, right? Take ownership for that situation. It doesn't mean that you take the blame. It doesn't mean that you beat yourself up, but you want to take ownership. Number two, set some goals. So once you've now identified, here's an area where I want to take ownership. In the example that I used for my life, it was in finances. It was, okay, now let's set some goals in this area for me to start working on, for me to develop a plan on. And part of that was saying, I'm going to decrease my debt by X amount over the next year and working on my budget and making sure that I was adhering to my spending and the plan that I had to attack that. I think three, you have to embrace a growth mindset. And so this means that you're really embracing challenges in that you view failures as opportunities for growth, that you view failures, you know, that you view the incident as maybe a failure, not yourself as a failure. And so you can learn from any of these situations to move forward to help you achieve goal. Step number four, is you want to take action. So, and that means you're creating the habits, teams that support your goal. You know, you're going to break your goals into some smaller manageable tasks, but you're really looking to take consistent action toward goals. Step number five, learn to hold yourself accountable. And there are times in the beginning where you may need some support in holding you accountable. You can do that by joining the Engineer Your Success community. You can do that by hiring a coach. There are several different ways that you can do to get support to help with your accountability. 
But ultimately, all of these things, whether it's a group support, whether it's a coach, are helping you to get to the place where you can hold yourself accountable. Step number six in the keys for taking ownership of your success is to learn from your setbacks and adjust. Learn from your setbacks and adjust because setbacks are going to occur. But you want to learn from them and use them as opportunities for growth. You want to reframe your failures as learning experience and use what you've learned to improve and I want to thank you for spending this time with me as we have been really talking about taking ownership and how ownership can help you engineer your success. Again, are you ready to take ownership and engineer your success? Here is how, you know, we talked about ultimately those six steps in terms of taking ownership of your success, self-reflection, setting goals, embrace a growth mindset. You want to take consistent action. You're holding yourself accountable and just learning more about accountability. And you're learning from your setbacks because setbacks do occur, but you have to learn from them. Really appreciate you spending time with me today. And I'm going to end this podcast like I end every podcast episode. And that's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And a select group of people actually follow through, do it, and are living the life of their dreams. It is my desire for you to be part of that select few. Be great this week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.